Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of my podcast. I'm Charlene Castaneras, and this is Calypso Tidings and Tarot. So welcome, everybody. Now, in my first episode, my very first podcast, I talked about my um, my coming from Roman Catholicism to the New Age <laughs> belief system. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about um, the very first time I used oracle cards and, um, and how it can help you really develop your intuition and really open your third eye because it surely did for me, let me tell you. So again, welcome everybody. So let me back up a little bit here and... Uh, go back to the time that I was thinking about getting my first deck of Oracle cards. Now, it was a little scary for me to to um, purchase them because I had dabbled in some of that stuff um, when I was leaving the Seventh-day Adventist church and, and, and starting to think about... Um, it was actually in between the time period when I left the Seventh-day Adventist Church and before I became uh, or started studying Roman Catholicism. There was this time period that was really hard for me. I was in a really low place because, like I said, I was leaving those belief systems that I had had for a long time. And I basically ended up finding... Uh, some discrepancies in the belief system of the Seventh-day Adventist teachings. And it kind of just led me totally out of the religion. And I felt like a person without a country because it was a safety net for me. It was something comfortable that I had had um, basically since I was a young teenager. Even though I wasn't practicing that faith devoutly all the time, it was something that I just was comfortable in and then of course there was the time period when I really tried to practice it and be more serious about it so when you're leaving like a faith or you're leaving a certain type of religion or belief system that you've grown very comfortable with and that you've invested in and you truly believe to be the truth it feels like the rug has been just lifted out from underneath you and you feel a lot of things and I was feeling very angry and it kind of threw me into a very negative vibration back then I didn't know anything about vibration and frequency um, and how our beliefs and everything really do create and attract certain things into our life well being a little angry and negative I thought well hell I'm just gonna throw caution to the wind and I'm gonna go out and buy myself some oracle cards and it was at that time that I was really watching over and over again fell in love with that movie Practical Magic my daughter was little then and my son was uh, kindergarten age first grade and I was a PE teacher in a private Christian school and so <laughs> With all that anger, I kind of rebelled and I started dabbling, like I said, into a little witchcraft and those um, bought those oracle cards and I believe they were angel oracle cards. Now, at that time, when I was doing it, I, like I said, my belief system and my frequency, I believe now looking in hindsight, was very negative. Uh, very low and like I said um, well I haven't said but um, 
when our frequency, our energetic vibration is in a very negative place where we're just holding a lot of fear, guilt, shame, all of those things are very low vibration. And we can attract things, believe it or not, and this will be in another episode, um, we can attract kind of like negative entities or spirits into our frequency, into our very being. And they can go on the attack, almost like piranhas. <laughs> and so I was a, um, I was... I was wide open for attack, let's just put it that way. Because when I bought those oracle cards, even though they were angel oracle, I was doing it from a place of fear and, and um, you know, I had a lot of old religious programs going on in my, in my mind. I was feeling guilty for doing all of those things, but yet totally curious, so I had a lot of shame. I just had everything you can think of. And when I dabbled into that, I attracted, I left myself wide open for an attack. And it was at that time that I started to feel like I was being mentally attacked. I fell into like this depression. I suffered a miscarriage. Um, and I know that that played a lot on my hormones. Also, that miscarriage that I had had, when you when a woman has a miscarriage there's a dnc it's kind of like a small operation where they kind of clean out the uterus and i had that procedure done but then i got a phone call from my doctor letting me know that there was still some tissue present so they wanted to give me this drug called i believe interferon and it basically kind of seeks out um uh foreign tissue and and eliminates it so it did that. So I think also having that in my system at that time, um, just kind of threw my hormones out of whack and then couple it with an attack, a spiritual attack, what I consider to be a spiritual attack, uh, um, you know, and I was just in a bad place. So when I was having these negative think thoughts and feeling very depressed, I was having a hard time getting up to go to work, you know, I just didn't want to do anything. Um, like I said, just had a lot of negative thinking. And I remember, God, this is awful. And I remember going back on my um, beliefs a little bit and asking God, just please take all these negative thoughts away, all this negative feelings away. And I um, asked forgiveness for dabbling in what, you know, witchcraft and watching that movie Practical Magic over and over again, buying the Oracle cards. And I just threw out all of that stuff. And I said, okay, so. And then the next thing I know, I was telling myself, well, okay, you're having all of these negative things go on in your life. Now it's time for you to kind of snap out of it. And I needed to keep my mind occupied when I wasn't working. And so I started to sew some purses. And that really kind of got me, I felt, and I'll explain in a second, that really kind of helped get my vibration up higher. And the, the attack that I felt that I was being uh, experiencing, uh, sub it stopped. And the reason I believe that that was the key, not the praying or anything of the sort, the reason I believe that that was key was, and I'm always telling my clients this, when you're having a really low place in your life, it is very important to raise your vibration. 
And one of the fastest way that we can raise our vibration, and I do know that people struggle with this, but you've got to find something that you really enjoy and you've got to start doing it to get your mind off of your negative experiences that you're going through, to kind of pull back your energy and stop focusing on being a victim. And um, when I did that and I was, I was, putting my attention to creating something that I enjoyed, those purses, I was sewing them, and then I would go out during the day when uh, I had free time, and I would ask these little local shops in my area if they wanted to uh, have my purses to be sold in their shop, and they said yes, and they loved them, and that made me feel fantastic, okay, and I always wanted to, you know, and I have, but back then I really wanted to have my own business and I thought well this might be this might be it even though I was a PE teacher that was my part-time job so I had all this spare time and I thought gosh this may be something fantastic for me to explore and so that really boosted my confidence in myself and it made me stop focusing on all the negative and before I knew it those what I was feeling as an attack left because, and like I said, I'll talk about this in another episode, when your vibration is really low, it's like your immune system. You, you can be susceptible to like viruses. And so it's the same thing with our energetic viruses. There are entities and what we would consider spirits and even um, in the spirits of the deceased who haven't gone into the light into higher states of consciousness what we would consider heaven they can kind of go on the attack and so that leaves you susceptible if your vibration is operating in a very low place like mine was so okay so I got myself out of that negative feeling fast forward <laughs> fast forward uh, to a few years ago I believe it was to um, January 27th 2019 about that that's when I created my Facebook page mermaid tidings and tarot and when I created that page it was because um, I was discovering that I had a past life as a mermaid and I had a lot of amazing dreams and experiences and visions of it and um, I was on Facebook one day and I saw this woman and she was beautiful. She was just a young girl, probably my daughter's age. And she had on this beautiful bluish teal colored wig. She had a lot of like fancy lights, you know, like neon lights and flashing and twinkle lights. A lot of makeup, but beautifully done. Long fingernails. And she's kind of, I, I, she talked like a pirate, but um, not that that's anything, you know, a big deal. But... I just remember being like sucked into her video and I was like, wow, what is she doing? And I was like, oh, she's doing tarot readings. And at that time I thought, oh, she kind of looks like a mermaid. And that's kind of what sucked me into her video was that she had this kind of mermaid look. And I thought, oh my God, how fun is that? I've always loved to play dress up and wear makeup. And I thought, my God, that looks like fun. Maybe I could do something like that. So anyway, I started to look at her doing those tarot readings, and I thought, wow, people really like that, you know? 
And I've done live videos before, so I'm very comfortable with that on Facebook. And so I thought, gosh, maybe I could try this. And so I did. But before I did, I needed some cards. And of course, I didn't know how to do tarot cards because there is a difference. And I thought, well, I'm going to try to buy some more of those Oracle cards that I had so long ago. But at that moment when I was having those thoughts, I was getting nervous. I thought, oh my God, I had such a bad experience then. But then I remember telling myself, because I had learned by this time, being a Reiki master and teacher at this time, um, I knew how energy worked. And I had studied uh, Dr. Emoto of Japan. I eliminated fear from my life because I did hundreds, I studied hundreds of cases of near-death experiences. Whoop, if you hear the dogs, that's um, them. Um, and so I had no more fear and I was operating from a really high frequency of, in a place of love and excitement. And I went down to the local bookstore here, Barnes and Noble, and I asked the, the, the clerk there if they had any mermaid-themed uh, oracle cards. And he said, yes, we do. We only have one left. And I said, well, let me see it. And I looked at it and I thought, okay, I'll take these. Well, I couldn't wait to get home and un unbox them. And when I did, I started flipping through the pictures and I, I saw something that caught my eye and I couldn't believe it. There were a few pictures, one or two in there, maybe three, um, and the, the artwork on the card was exactly what I had seen in a dream I had where I was a mermaid on a beach. And at that moment, I knew it was my guides, my higher self giving me confirmation um, that this is for me. Whoops, here comes the dogs. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Um, sorry about that. St. Bernard and a Multipoo. And the St. Bernard is a puppy. She's got a lot of energy. So anyway, I remember having that happen. I thought, oh boy, this is exciting. Confirmation. And the next thing I know, I couldn't wait to go live and do some live readings. Now, when I was doing these Oracle cards, I had a book that came along with it. And I was basically doing live readings for people free and they would they would come on the live video they couldn't wait to have their turn to be you know have a card drawn for them and i would just read from the book and then i noticed at that time too that when i was looking at the card and reading i would get a little more insight and i would talk you know to the person feeling you know giving a little more information that i felt you know about the card or whatever and it really resonated with people and of course it resonated with me and that kept me going there every night practically uh, showing up for live videos in the evening and that helped build my following on Facebook in one year with mermaid tidings and tarot um, I was able to go from very like zero followers to almost 5,000 in one year organically, which means no, no paid advertisements to build my following. The reason why it did so well is because, and this is the case with everything that, I, um, that we do, is when we're doing something we love and we're showing up and we're doing, you know, we're, we're showing up to do the work and we're enthusiastic about it. The universe has to respond by giving 
by giving more positivity your way. You're putting out a positive vibe. You're getting back positive things. And so that really helped me build my following. The next thing I knew, I started having paid clients. And my intuition and my third eye was getting very strong. And I started at that time to also have more profound dreams and past lives started to come into um, through meditation and also my dream time. And um, gosh, I remember there was a few weeks at the beginning, you know, not too long after I had started really working with the Oracle cards. I remember waking up and just having totally psychic dreams. And it seemed like everything I dreamt the night before was coming true the very next day. And my husband was just like, whoa. <laughs> but this is how it works. So if you're seeking out to use Oracle cards and you're seeking out to really strengthen your intuition, I highly recommend Oracle cards and tarot cards uh, because you start to really kind of speak more as you're doing it. And it's that speaking that's your higher self, your really strong intuition that is speaking through you to the person you're reading for. And before you know it, you're getting very good at this gift. It's working that muscle. And this is what I'm telling everybody. Really work that muscle. Um, it, it, it's it's got to get strengthened and this is an awesome way to strengthen those gifts. So um, like I said, I started out with those mermaid cards and before I knew it, I had an addiction to buying more types of oracle cards. And um, But I did use those mermaid cards. In fact, the deck is called Mermaids and Dolphins by Jillian Kemp, I believe. And um, I bought more and then I got brave enough to actually use tarot cards. And it was through the tarot cards that really some magical things started happening. Um, I noticed probably a good few months, maybe six months or so. Oh yes, and I remember it happened on Halloween. Um, I started to notice that some of the card readings that I was doing with a certain deck that I really grew um, a, a liking to, um, the Wild Unknown, I believe it was called, and these are t traditional tarot cards. I started to see that through my readings, I was starting to feel in my intuition that um, spirits on the other side were kind of knocking on the door to bring a message to the person that I was reading for. And it, it just was something that it, it, it really felt like that. It felt like a spirit coming to say, I got something to say. And, and the person that I need to talk to is the person you're reading for. And I would see this through the cards. Uh, and I would, I would tell the person, looks like maybe we have a departed loved one here. And I could tell if they were male or female. And so that mediumship started to really work for me and started to open the door. And I got, I was a little nervous around that time. I thought, oh my gosh, do I want to do this? Because I did have a previous belief that I didn't want to conjure the dead in, 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 a, in a way. I kind of had that negative belief system that I had to get over and that was fear-based. And remember, I'm always saying, get rid of fear. And so it was at Halloween time uh, that I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. There's nothing to be afraid of. I'm not conjuring. I'm bringing a message to the person that is missing their loved one. Um, and I, I just tossed away all fear. And I opened that door officially on Halloween. 
and which was the perfect time to do that because during Halloween, the veil is very thin between our world and the spirit world. And I also felt very protected. Archangel Raphael was a, is a very powerful healing angel. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, there's three very powerful angels that are very prominent in the Christian religion, and that's Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, and Archangel Gabriel. Well, when I became a Reiki master and teacher, and I was seeing clients in my home, um, Archangel Raphael was an angel that I really used in all of my healing work, and I still use him today. And, um, and so I had a really strong protective kind of system. We call these permission slips. Whatever we need to do to make ourselves feel protected, we can do it. And so this is my permission slip and I would have a good protection come in and then I would open up, um, uh, so to speak, the door for a spirit to come through while I was doing live readings on a Facebook Live. and. I would do normal tarot readings, but occasionally there would be a spirit that did come through and I would have to relay that message to the person saying, oh, I think we have somebody here, a loved one of yours on the other side that has a message for you. And so this gift, this muscle of mine got stronger and stronger and stronger. And of course it got to the point where I was saying, okay, now I feel comfortable comfortable enough to do this in a one-on-one -on -one private session as and call myself also a psychic medium. Um, I have always, looking in hindsight, I have always been psychic. I've always had uh, psychic dreams. When I became a Catholic, um, souls, this is the Catholic belief, souls in purgatory would come to me and I would help them transition from purgatory to heaven. And that is going to be in my third episode on this podcast. You have got to stay tuned for that one. Um, even though it was a time period where um, that I'm not living now, obviously, and, and um, you know that was when I was a Roman Catholic, I can tell you it was really exciting, um, amazing stories to tell. Um, and looking back on it now, I see, in hindsight, that was the beginning of my psychic mediumship, um, just with a different label attached to it, maybe a little different way of doing things. And um, so this was something that was very prevalent inside of me, but like all of us, like I say to everybody, we all possess these gifts and we have to strengthen them. We have to maintain them. We have to work them just like a muscle. And so in my work, I'm always working the muscles. And I can tell you that tarot cards and oracle cards, if used all the time, um, you know, uh, helping other people, like giving readings for other people, uh, can really help you really strengthen these gifts. Um, I don't read too much for myself. I find that if you're just reading for yourself all the time, 
it has a tendency to not really strengthen the the intuition uh, as strong as if you, if you started to um, you know read for other people. So I highly suggest if you're really looking to develop your intuition, your psychic abilities, work the the use the oracle cards and start reading for people, whether that be in your family or your friends or going on Facebook lives or creating a Facebook group and going in that private group and giving some readings, um, whatever you're comfortable with. But it worked for me tremendously and I can tell you that um, it is a fantastic, fantastic method um, and it really does help people as well. In my readings, when I'm giving people readings, I can see things, I can see what they're going through and I often give them special sort of advice, advice that is coming from um, a place, their spirit guides coupled with my spiritual guides as well, giving them sound wisdom and giving them uh, the clarity they need to move forward from anything that they're going through that may be a hard thing or difficult situation. And I always really am very proud of the fact that what I do as a tarot reader brings tremendous clarity to people and also into their relationships, which is one of my favorite readings to do. So anyway, guys, I want to thank you for listening to this second podcast, episode two. Stay tuned for the third one because that is where I'm going to be talking about how my psychic gifts manifested when I was Roman Catholic. All right, guys, lots of love and lots of light, and thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.